You can check us out on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out our social media on Instagram at Menovation and Facebook at Menovation Podcast. Episode 29 of the Menovation, as usual, coming in hot, because uh, we don't go in any other way, apparently. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Uh... I mean, not for you guys, but for us, it's been, we've had a lot of breaks, obviously a lot of holiday breaks, visiting family. Uh, Abe is out today. He's sick, Uh, but we're plugging away, getting to it. Today on the show, we are going to be discussing happiness. What is true happiness? What is happiness to you? Not any of this BS woke crap. I'm feeling spicy today. I'm feeling real spicy today. So if I get if I go off any tangents, I apologize. First thought on my mind is a good shit. A good shit. <laughs> that brings true happiness, right? <laughs> that does. It does. There's a lot of things that bring That brings a lot of <laughs> lot of joy in the moment, that's for sure. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Especially when you almost crap yourself. You're just like and you make it. You're just like, yes. <laughs> it's the little things in life. It really, it really is. is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Now, I think uh, true happiness, there's a lot that goes into this. There is. Well, especially nowadays. It's just like, do what makes you happy. Right. You know, and it's even, I think it even goes along the lines of like your truth. Mm. What is your truth? All that other crap. Yeah. Well, I think when we're talking about happiness, your truth, I think that's okay to some degree. Sure. Because there's a lot of things that make people happy. And happy is temporary. You know, happy is not a constant thing. Joy comes in flow. Mm-hmm. Like one of the things that bugs me is I hear like money can't buy you happiness, or like material things can't buy you happiness. Right. Which I think that it can. Whenever uh, yeah, my agree. wife gets a new jacket, yeah. she's happy. Yeah. She's happy. It's not not right. she's not fulfilled, you know, deep down, but she is got a smile on her face. It's temporary right. happiness. Yeah, it's yeah. temporary happiness. Right. Yeah. So is that right. is that happiness or is that joy? That's happiness. <clears throat> okay. It's happiness. And happiness and joy are, are separate. I think sure. joy is a state of being like you're always joyful. Okay. I yeah. I think happiness is more of a temporary thing. Uh and joy is kind of your character, I, I feel like. Are you generally a joyful person? Yeah. Or do you need external circumstances to make you yeah. joyful? That's true. Well, right. I think uh, people mix up uh, happiness and joy. Right. They think that uh, happiness is joy. They think it's like the same thing. Right. But it's not. Right. Because like you said, happiness is, it's a temporary right. like, emotion. You know, right. it comes and goes. It's really fleeting. But joy is like an underlying way of being. Right. Regardless of whether you get the jacket, you go out to a nice restaurant, it doesn't matter your circumstance. Sure. You still have joy and you're just living in the moment, enjoying life. Right. And everything that that comes with it. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. I'd agree. I think that, I think that we have become addicted to being happy. We've become, or the world has convinced us that we always need to be happy when in reality, or not. You go through seasons, you right. know, but being joyful is, can be a part of who you are. 
right? Like how you approach a, a, a circumstance. But I mean, I remember, I think it was two weeks ago, week ago, whatever, I don't know. There was a day where I was not happy. It was just a shitty day. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like I couldn't win in anything. Uh, the kids, I just feel like I was constantly frustrated. Um, I was supposed to make a date night for my wife and I, and I f- forgot to do so. So then we lost the original reservation. It was just like all these things. I was not happy. I was pissed. I was pissed <laughs> off all day. And, but normally I would consider myself a fairly joyful, mm-hmm. happy person. So, uh, and I think that there's a, because I watch, especially a lot of younger people, like they don't know how to deal with disappointment and not being happy, right? They feel that they're depressed or all these things. They don't want to deal with your emotions. Um, but I would definitely agree. I think that there are like, yeah, you can buy stuff that makes you happy, right? Right. Brings you joy in that moment. Um, but I think there's also a difference between joy and happiness and true meaning and fulfillment in your life. Mm-hmm. And I think that people confuse, uh, what brings you happiness and joy with true meaning and fulfillment. Right. Cause I think, I think there's just different, it's just, there's a lot of things going on here. And I think that, uh, it's just one of those broad terms like love, you know. Right, right. Right. Well, when you say the, the term true happiness, what is true happiness? Yeah. True happiness is joy. That's that's yeah. really what it is at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's it's a deep satisfaction and fulfillment within right. you. And I think true happiness comes from when you are operating the way you're supposed to, the way you were created in the lane you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, convergence, baby. Mm-hmm. Convergence, <laughs> yeah. convergence. Keep going. Sorry. Okay. Wasn't that a Pathfinder? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That was your guys' class name, right? No, no. no. That's Colin's term. He would oh, always say convergence. Yeah. I got kicked out of Pathfinder, so <laughs> I must have missed that part. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Yeah. I so, so I think joy can take you longer than happiness can. Uh, what do you know. mean take you longer? Kind of like eating a fruit versus eating candy. Right? Like, it's not what's sustaining you. You're right. Sure. Like you get the sugar high and then it just drops you, right? But yeah. if you eat a fruit, it takes you longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's joy is something that you develop over time and you kind of tend to be a joyful person once you've figured out how to, you know, what joy is and what brings joy to you. Sure. Um, it could be your family. It could be your friendships. It could be your business. Whatever it is that you're doing that brings you joy, that'll take you further than happiness, which is typically momentary. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong, honestly, with not being happy. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of good that can come from that. Sure. Because when I think about, uh, you know, my future, when I'm envisioning, you know, what could be and should be in my life mm-hmm. compared to what already is, sometimes I get upset. I'm not happy about that. And that's what drives me to go and make this vision become mm-hmm. a reality. Mm. And so I think not being happy can sometimes be a good thing. You know, right. it's a motivator at times. Right. Just depends on how you view it and how you harness it. Right. right. Yeah. I think, uh, I keep going back to what do you do? I mean, as a man or whatever, 
what do you do when uh, your happiness is gone, is stripped from you, right? Let's say your spouse dies, kid dies. Um, you get a terminal diagnosis, you know, for example. This is obviously some higher level stuff, but because uh, I think it all goes back to that, right? Your, your happiness is gone. But I think there's also a difference between your fulfillment. What is truly fulfilling you? I think what you said is spot on. Are you using things to fulfill you slash bring you happiness, joy, whatever, that are very fleeting, mm-hmm. like candy? Or are you doing things that are going to sustain you? You know, are you eating, like, are you, are you having a diet on happiness that, like, of good stuff? You know, good, solid marriage, good, solid kids, faith, right? Obviously, faith is a big one for us, where if all else is stripped away, family dies, whatever, be real dramatic, lose everything, am I still fulfilled in life, right? Right. Or what is the balance between that and your relationship with God? You know what I mean? Because you obviously go to Job and you think about all these things and I don't, we don't need to get into a theological conversation about Job, but like where, where does it all boil down to? Because you see that, right? Someone's spouse dies, kid dies, you know, how do they carry on? You know, when all that stuff is right. stripped away, we got heavy real quick, but that's, I mean, it's where you're going. No, that's true. I mean, you talked about, uh, Job, but, uh, the, the song that comes to mind is it is well with my soul. I don't know if you've, if you heard the, the story behind that song, the dude lost his entire family. Wow. <laughs> and everything too. He not lost just his everything. Family. Like he lost his wealth, his wealth and fires in Chicago. And then he sent his family off. On a on a boat to Europe, and the boat capsized, and he lost all oh his family. Gosh. He lost everything, almost like a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And out of all that, he comes out with the song "It Is Well with My Soul," yeah. right? Like that, I think is is joy because he set his his joy is tethered to something much higher right. sure. than like his business and his family and everything else that's fleeting as you said yeah it's a really hard concept well, yeah. i think for people that don't have that don't have that concept of a relationship with god or something <clears throat> that you're putting your your joy and your happiness in something that can't be touched right right yep because unfortunately everything on the earth will pass away right regardless so how how do you navigate that then if you don't have faith or whatever, you don't have a relationship with God. How do you navigate that then? Because if you're putting your, your happiness and your joy and whatever, your fulfillment in something that can pass away, what do you do? I mean, this is obviously not rhetorical a little bit, but, uh, cause that's what I think about. I think about, I look at the world when, you know, the, the world is telling you to put your, your happiness right. and your identity Right, we see that a lot right now. And if your identity is not, uh, uh, what's word I'm looking for? If your identity is not confirmed by other people, mm. it messes with you. Right? People get angry. People flip out. People, all right. these things. But if my identity is messed with, am I going to mm-hmm. flip out? You know. Uh, so I don't know. I think that I think that's what I'm. I'm really pondering what this true happiness is like. People are tethered. It seems like people are tethering their fulfillment, their joy, their happiness to very risky things. 
Right. Yes. Or things that are not going to actually right. do anything for you in the long run. Right. Right. Things of this physical world that it's all going to pass away. Like you said, right. that stresses me out. Like, I don't know how people do that. <laughs> right. Sure. Like right. that's got to be really hard and pretty depressing because oh, everything, right. all your family, is, they're going to, they're going to yep. die and you don't know when, right. You know, all your money, you can't keep it, right. you know, and you really have no control over truly kind of what happens to you, right. you know, right. the circumstances. Right. right? And uh, I've heard that people who don't have faith mm-hmm. and they tether all their, their happiness and joy to things in this world and their circumstances that they deal with it by uh, death. Mm-hmm. Like they say, okay, well, when I die, then it doesn't matter because right. like I, I'll be dead. I won't right. even exist. Right. It's like sleeping, you know, like everyone mm-hmm. looks forward to a good night's sleep. Right. Uh-huh. Cause when you, when you sleep, you know, all the worries go away and everything. Right. I've yeah. heard that they think that when I die, it's going to be like an eternal sleep. I I won't, the stuff won't even phase me anymore. Right. And so they look to death almost as like peaceful. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I talk to people all the time, just random people. Sure. And you do talk to a lot of random people. Yeah. Uh, and like, it's always like, I can't catch a break. Like, everything's a stressful situation. Like, every yeah. day is a stressful situation. Uh, like, you're you're late for work. Like, shit's strewn all over the the room because you can't find time to put anything away. And like. You have health issues, all kinds of stuff. And it's, I'm like, and, and I talk to them and they're like, what, why are you always so positive? Why, why do you, yeah. you know? Oh, well, so you're a pretty happy person. Yeah. That's because you set your joy, your, your standards much, much higher than all of this. Like all of this stuff, not that I don't have shitty days. I do, sure. but I don't let it affect me because I'm like, it's, it's, a, it's temporary. It, like like you set your joy on something much greater than 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 who you know who you yeah, are and yeah. your circumstances is i mean there's that saying like shoot for the moon and if you miss you'll land in the stars or something like that right yeah. so it's kind of the same principle for me it's like my joy for me is set on on who my father is and who whose son i am and I know that no matter what happens down here, I I'm taken care of, right? And so joy for me is knowing who my father is and what authority I've been given, and taking the responsibilities I have, and just going after it and and doing it, like taking care of family and taking care of my friends and all that stuff brings me more joy than a new pair of Nikes. <laughs> Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I think when back to that convergence idea, when you're operating the way you're supposed to, right. When you're doing what you were created to do, that fulfills you. Right. Yeah. And uh, I found in my life that I am so joyful when I follow the principles that Christ teaches. Mm -hmm. And then there's this intangible thing that, like money can't buy, you can't, you know, per, you can't right. grasp it. Right. And it's the, like the fruit that comes mm-hmm. from the spirit, right? Like joy. Yes. There's a peace about right. your life. Mm. And even though your situation and 
you know, the physical, whether your bank account's not looking that good, maybe you're got a little tummy on you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> not you're a little uh-huh. sick, whatever it is, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. that it doesn't matter. Right. Cause there's something that overcomes that. And yes. it's, there's just this peace exactly. and this joy and it comes from following the principles. And so people who want to follow, cause everyone has to believe in something, whatever oh, totally. it is. Yeah. And if someone believes, you know what, if I get a six pack and I get $10,000 in my bank account, I'm going to be happy. Like that's what they're believing in. The problem with that is that when you get the six pack and when you get $10,000, it's not going to bring you peace and joy. It's very fleeting. Yes. Yeah. It's not going to bring you peace and joy. Mm -hmm. You think it will. It may make you happy at first, but it's not going to bring you true happiness. Yes. Yeah. But when you do the principles that God teaches and you start living like that, oh man, that'll bring you this deep satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that pretty, pretty extensively. Uh, recently, because we bought a house, and uh, uh, where you know, obviously, that's like a big thing for people, right? Like, once I get a house, or once I get once I, you were just talking about, once I achieve that thing, once I get married, once I get married, right? Uh, I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be great. And once I get the raise, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a little bit of that because you know everybody so excited and it's like a big thing and people strive to get a house we got the house nothing changed all right i mean it's great don't get me wrong the space is nice um Mm -hmm. what is possible with the house is great but i mean the bills are still there mortgage is still there you know the fight you had with your wife last week is still there whatever (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and uh that's what i noticed and then i also noticed like I I like to k- take care of my stuff as much as possible. And when you have a house yep. and your kids that are running around destroying it, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, putting a hole here, coloring here, what I got young kids. Uh, you, I was like, I just got to let this go. Just let it yeah. go. Just let it go. Like, it's all cleanable. It's all whatever. Um, and, uh, and that was like our, but then I go back to what Lindsay and I's big thing was with our house. Our big thing was to be able to pour into other people. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I can't get so worried about what's going to happen to the house if I have a ton of people over, right? Right. So I'm like, so for our connect group, um, you know, we've had a lot of people in the house. I'm like, whatever, just pack the house. I don't even mm-hmm. care. Like, just keep inviting people. We'll figure it out. Like Lindsay wanted to do Thanksgiving here. We're like 40 people here. Uh, wow. <clears throat> like moving our furniture around and all sort of kind of stuff. But it... uh like I've noticed that brings me a lot of joy. Right. Truly. Yes. Because like to have people in my home being able to host and all these other kinds of things. And I'm like, what happens happens. It's just stuff. I'll fix it. You know, mm-hmm. I'll do whatever with it. Right. Um, or even going back to marriage. Uh, that was a big thing. I mean, it's a big thing for a lot of people. If I can just find the one, if I can just do whatever, if I can just find that person to complete me. And I'm like, that is a recipe for disaster. Yep. yep. So like, Mm-hmm. the fact that and that was one thing that Lindsay and I was really big on it's like you are not here to complete me we're here to do life together right but obviously your faith you know relationship mm-hmm. with God that is most important I've keeping that in mind has been so beneficial for me so beneficial because I don't get so wrapped up in Lindsay mm-hmm. which is interesting um, but then also putting things in proper hierarchy where it's my relationship with God my wife and then my kids, where so many people put their kids before their spouse. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm constantly telling my kids, I'm like, and I tell Lindsay all the time, like, I didn't marry you to have kids. They're great. I love them, of course. Right. They're a part of me, but I married you for you. Mm. And actually, I've n- I noticed that when I say that, there's I can see something happening in her eyes that it, she has true value that's distinguished from everything else. Right. Right. Um, you know, going on dates, doing these things. You know, that's why they say obviously you still got to date your spouse. That, um, you know, of course, and I, I don't want to sound cold and callous, but like, my kids are my kids. My wife is separate. Right. Like that's why personally, I don't want to have a bajillion kids because one day I want, Mm -hmm. I wanted them to grow and have their own life, but I want to be able to go with my wife and just be with her again. Right. Nice. I don't know. So, but like all that with happiness and all these things, I think that keeping things in proper perspective, like your identity is not going to fulfill you. It's not going to, right. Unless your identity is in a place where nobody can touch it. Yes. My identity in Christ, no yes. one can touch. Right. Regardless, the world blows up. My wife hates me, blah, blah, blah. All these things happened. Someone doesn't confirm my identity. I'm good. Yeah. Right? Just because you don't confirm whatever, uh, I'm fine. Right. At the end of the day, it mm-hmm. has to be. Because like, if you're putting your things in this world, you're screwed. Mm. You're right. screwed. So I don't know. That was a little tangent, but. No, that was good. That's man. true. Yeah. yeah. That's what I, I just what I think about. I just see people's lives fall apart because X, Y, and Z happened, or right. you know. And I'm and here's the thing: I'm not saying that's not hard. I can't imagine losing a spouse, losing a child, you know, having your house burned down, you know, all these things. So I don't want to be insensitive to that, but right, I think it's important. So yeah, that stuff's all all good. You know, it it adds value to your life. Totally. You know, it gets it's a blessing for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem with hinging all of your happiness, all of your joy on these things is that the chase never stops. You, you That's know, good, right? you're always going to be wanting more money. There will never mm-hmm. be a, enough. Right. Amount, good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, you'll, you'll always find attractive women. There's right. beautiful women all around the world mm-hmm. and your eyes going to catch them. You're like, Oh, maybe I should go for her. I've seen Man, so many marriages end right. just because someone found in their mind a prettier woman. Right. Wow. You right. Know? That's good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And they're they're just chasing this thing because at mm-hmm. first when they met their wife and you know it was all they were this stars. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like reality right. kicks in and you know you get you get used to each other. You're still attracted right. to them, but you see something new. Right. Your wife's still beautiful and you're very attracted to her, but you saw something new, and they're like, oh. That'll make me happy. That'll give me right. those feelings again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they're always, feelings, yes. they're always chasing uh, something. Yeah. Right. Or they're looking to their past of like, oh man, I was happy way back then. And then they'll try and live that lifestyle. Right. You know? And it's just this never ending like chase. It's it's really decept or deceiving. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. It's that whole you know? grass is greener on the other side mentality. Yeah. Right? right. I love that. Cause that's that that right there is the uh, so many pitfall. Like, I think about that, right? Let's be real. You know, you're you know, I'm going to be 37 this year. And oh, 37. I know, I know. Uh, oh, man, right? You're out and about and like a young woman walks by and you're like, holy smokes, right? And it's so easy to walk down that path in your mind. Yeah. Right? Oh, if I had that or if my wife was this, mm-hmm. the comparing thing. And I think it's important because for me, I've noticed that all those things are rode away at my happiness and my fulfillment. 
because I think that X, Y, and Z is truly going to make me happy. And then I have to stop and I have to think. And what I actually do is then I compare my wife to potentially other women. And I, and I married an amazing woman, so it's easy to do. I stop and I'm like, oh, wait a second. My wife is amazing. Yep. Like mm-hmm. she is a killer wife, amazing mom, works so hard. Like, and I start to put all these things in proper order and perspective. Right. Right. And then on top of that, then I stop and look at myself. I'm like, well, going bald, <laughs> getting a little fat. No, it's just like, but like, it's just, and I like, you know, just to like put things where they need to be. And right. I think that's where that, that, that even in the honor aspect, we've talked about this a lot. That's personally where I've noticed honor is so massively important because if you're not honoring, let's talk about spouses for a sec. If you're not honoring your spouse, that erodes away at your fulfillment and your happiness without even realizing it. So then yeah. when you have a moment where you see a pretty woman that walks by, stuff is not in the proper perspective. Right. Because, mm-hmm. but, but because I've put in the work to honor my wife, I find it much easier to put things where they need to be. Right. And my happiness isn't messed with. My joy isn't messed right. with. And then my eyes revert back to where they're supposed to be, which is on my wife. And then there's so much more joy and happiness and fulfillment comes from that. Because watching your wife soar, like, man, if your sex life is terrible, I guarantee that's one of the massive things that you're not doing. Because when you're honoring your wife, like you've noticed this, right? When you go off an amazing date, it all goes well, you give her flowers, whatever. Sex is amazing. Come on, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like so good. She's pulling yeah. out all these tricks, sticking your finger in your butt, whatever needs to happen. <laughs> right? Like it's just it all goes up. Like, you know, I don't know. So at least that's what I've noticed in my life. Right. So you guys can speak yeah. to this. Ben, you've been so, a lot so, longer than me, so. so finger in your butt is <laughs> that just brings you temporary happiness, right? Or is that true happiness? So okay, so random just story. <laughs> I, I can't tell this story. Keep, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Sorry. Dude, I, well, that's a great point you bring up. Yeah. Like love. Yeah. Love, yeah. spouse, getting married. Because like, we connect all that to happiness. That's kind right. of like, I think, at the end of the day, that and money are like the biggest thing that people think are going to bring them happiness. Yes. Love and money. Yes. Right. Yes, right? yes, yes. And love, man, When for young men out there who think that sleeping with a woman, if you're not married, is going to bring you happiness. Preach. That yeah. is the furthest thing from the yes. truth. Recipe for disaster. Yes. Furthest thing from the truth. Yes. I found that the women that I slept with in the past, every single time, I would instantly regret it. Mm-hmm. It was, there was like some joy in the moment, but there was this kind of feeling in the moment like, this is not right. Right. Wow. This is not right. And then after, like when she'd leave, it was so much guilt, shame, depression, yes. like, oh, just dark. Wow. Really dark. Wow. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because before that all happens, it, it you are it, chasing it, after. Oh, that. you're chasing like, it, and it's, it's like, yes, oh, th- this is totally. the thing that's going to make me so happy. Yep. We need to talk about that aspect one day. That aspect of being a man slash. Oh, yeah, it's such a good. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. such a good. So fast forward to now, me being married mm-hmm. and having sex with my wife, so different. Right. Different. And it actually, I literally feel like after we have sex. I like took a shot of heroin. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys get this feeling, but my whole body is just elated with like Mm -hmm. endorphins. I'm so happy. I feel so close to her. Like we've connected and there's just this like reward feeling. Uh huh. And it it just lasts throughout the night. Yeah. So different. Right. Yeah. That's that. And that's temporary too because you got to wake up in the morning and go at it again. 
That's yeah. temporary. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Well, Ben, I mean, you could talk about this probably. You've been married a lot longer than us, 13, 14 13, years, right? Yeah. But uh, what I've noticed in that concept where and we could, there's a whole bunch of this, but one, one thing I wanted to say was uh, I've noticed there's a safeness to that where like I can truly expose myself to my wife, so to speak, not right. just naked and showing her my junk, but expose like my, my, my inner thoughts, my inner humanity, all these things. And there's a safeness that's there. Right. Right. And I think that's part of what brings me that, that heroin dope, you know, dopamine hit. Yeah. Obviously the sex is, is all that stuff is great, but it's that safeness where I know she's still going to be there, you know, in the morning or whatever. Uh, I know that anyways, and, but Ben, you can talk about all this a lot more just from your perspective, but cause you've been doing this a lot longer than we have. Yeah, I mean, like, I agree with everything <laughs> you said. Like, I've, yeah. in the past, I mean, it's always that, there's always that thrill in, in the chase. Sure. And once you, once you get to it and, and you experience it, you're, there's really not true joy there. Yeah. It feels great and, sure. and it's good, but it's, it's not lasting. Yeah. And and I agree that it's it's very different when it is with your wife. Yeah, and you can still chase your wife. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Don't let people lie to you about that. There's right. still a, definitely still chase there. Right. Yeah, like baby, <laughs> you gotta we gotta you gotta start in the morning, baby. <laughs> We're gonna have sex tonight. We are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you plan it out all day. I heard that foreplay actually doesn't start when you're, you know, in bed, kind of just doing no, that. No, it Rebby, dubby, yes. touchy, filly. Yes. yes. Licky, sticky right. stuff. No. <laughs> foreplay actually. Licky, sticky. Foreplay uh, actually starts, like, uh, mentally and, like, yes. the, oh, yeah. the words you yes. speak to her. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. the way, you know, it starts early. Yes. Early. That's why, like, sex for women is more mental and for men it's more physical. Yes. Sorry, we're kind of getting off on true happiness. But it's, I mean, it's all connected. <laughs> right. But yeah. that's where the chase starts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in the morning, like you buying him coffee or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like it is a lot harder for my wife to have sex when I'm just like, come on, let's do it real quick. Boom, boom. Right. Yeah. Like I have to be like treating her right, being kind to her all yeah. day, mm-hmm. do the dishes. Oh, <laughs> I do the dishes, man. I'm getting some. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, it's true. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause, but there are maybe there's still moments like that where right. it's just like real spontaneous and whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like, but they seem, or at least my wife seems to enjoy it more when it's more of like a, a process. Oh yeah. Whereas right. men, like, we can just hit it right now and then, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. You do it. You're like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. And they're like, that was great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally, totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I take my time and I do all the things and yeah. So if, if men, if you still, if you feel like you're married and you're like, man, I, I'm not in the game anymore, dude, that is the game. That is the game. <laughs> you got to chase your wife and you got to, yeah. you got to be strategic throughout the day. Yeah. It's actually a lot more challenging than it was before you were married. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 There's a, there's definitely a different, differentness to it. But what's interesting is it, it, uh. It's still it going back to the happiness and the fulfillment thing. It's so funny how it's all super connected. I mean, you can try and tell that it's not, but like I and don't get me wrong, I know there are some people that are single and, you know, love their life. But there is and hopefully they have found a different thing that brings them happiness and fulfillment. They would have to, right? I mean, obviously marriage is not the only thing. Uh but I still do wonder. And I mean, I've seen the struggles with some people. There's still a loneliness that's there. Right. And I'm not to be 
callous or mean or whatever, but I think that, because uh, it's that human connection piece. I don't necessarily think it's a, the marriage aspect necessarily, but I think it's the human connection piece that you're missing. So therefore, like you said, there are things that will bring you much more joy and happiness. And if you're mm-hmm. missing a human connection piece, because I don't care who you are, you got to have something. Right. Right. Maybe you're not like a super extroverted person, but you got to have something. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, when when people are are chasing this happiness, they they want that because everyone wants that. Sure. Right. Sure. What they're really chasing, what they really want, is is to be truly like loved and accepted. That's that's like the the, yeah. the big underlying right. thing. Yes. So when people are trying to get 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 the home or or the the wife like all these things at the end of the day they just want to be like seen and and loved mm-hmm. you know and they think that these things all like make them feel i yeah. guess what's well, the right. whole identity thing yeah 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 it's like well why you got to ask why 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 do you want the car right why do you want the raise let's end on that thought why why do you think x y and z is going to bring you happiness yeah right and you you got to follow the the trail. Yes, all the way to, to the end. Okay, like, well, I want the car because it'll be cool or mm-hmm. whatever. Well, why do you, why do you want to be? It's cool? gonna get me chicks. You gotta yeah, it's gonna get me chicks. Well, why do you want? Because I want love. At right. the end of the day, there's this underlying thing that ultimately comes from God. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It has to be the purveyor of uh, all things. Yeah. No, and, and that's. Because I know, like, going back to a couple weeks ago when I was having a piss poor day, I woke up the next day, and then I realized, like, I didn't take, I didn't take anything to God, right? But I know that, for example, maybe I said something or whatever, I've then created issues with my wife Then I have mm-hmm. to go back and fix, right? I've created wounds, I've done whatever, I failed, I did, you know. But that is the beauty of God, is I know that I'm good. Right. Like, obviously, right. you know, you go and you pray and you be like, hey, dude, I, I dropped the ball. I didn't come to you, but I didn't create a wound. I didn't offend her or him. I didn't make a mistake with my kids. And I think that there's a there's a difference there. And I think it's that whole untouchable aspect where nothing can truly touch that part of my f- f- fulfillment for me. So even if I have a really crappy day, if I say something or if I flip someone off on the road or whatever, I'm OK, I'm good. Right. right. So, um, speaking of which, I got flipped off the other day. <laughs> What'd you, you do? <laughs> I, I must have cut this guy off. You ever notice that? Like, you're just driving, right? And you look back in your rear view mirror, and this guy's just like, fuck you. I was like, oh, well, I did something to piss him off. <laughs> <laughs> I had one time, totally random. Sorry. Uh, I was, because I used That's to when drive you go like this. Yeah. <laughs> you just put up the I love you sign. I used to drive a lot for work. And I swear I didn't do anything, but there was this guy. He was so pissed. He like sped up on the freeway. He's in like this little beat up Dodge Neon. And he's just like flipping me off. Like he wanted me to make sure he saw and he drove by. And I'm like, all right. You know, and then you're like, what did I do? <laughs> oh. It's always the dude in the beat up, nasty piece of junk. <laughs> he was so pissed. He's just mad at the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was pissed off. So I don't know. What do you guys think about the why? What do you guys, I mean, if you were going to tell somebody, if someone was to come to you, right, friend, mentor, whoever, Ben, you can kick us off. What what would you tell them when they were trying to figure out what makes them happy or their happiness or their fulfillment in life? What would you tell them? Say the question again. Yeah. 
I'm confusing. Sorry. <laughs> if someone was to come to you uh-huh. and say, how do I find my happiness? How do I find what's going to fulfill me in life? Like, what would you, what would your answer to them be? I would, I would ask what, what the end goal is. Like, what do you want to accomplish in your life? Like if, if you want $10,000 in your bank account and you know, a new pair of Nikes and that's what brings you joy, then what is, what, what is your aim? Like, what are you trying to do with that? What do you, like Tyson was saying, find out what your root is, right? Like, why do you need that? Why does that make you happy? I would say, ask why. I mean, I think the founder of Toyota was the one that said, you have to ask why five times to get to your root cause. Wow, that's good. And find out what, like, what are you chasing after? Why are you chasing that? And is that really going to make you happy? And if it isn't, then set your standards a little higher, <laughs> right? Like, wow. Yeah, I, I would say stop chasing after things that bring you temporary happiness and invest in things that bring you joy over time. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I could be completely happy in a cabin in the woods. Yeah. With nothing else around me. Because I don't need anything else to to confirm or you know affirm me. I'm sure. just I'm fine. You know with who I am because I I have my identity and I know who I am and I know who my creator is. I know who my father is. I know I am loved. I am no I know I'm the son of a king, right? So yeah, yeah. like I We've don't, invested in yourself. Yeah. You've invested in yeah. And so like I I don't have ten thousand dollars in my bank account just sitting there and you know I, I don't walk around in like hundred and fifty dollar pairs of Nikes, but I'm I'm happy. Like I, I don't chase after those things because those things don't really bring me joy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the things that bring me joy are like my kids, my family, uh, and my community. I just, I love life with my community. And even if I had a cabin in the woods in solitary, you know, nothing else going on, I'd probably want to bring like, Everybody there. Yeah. 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 You know, so, I think about that time. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to move in the middle of nowhere. But then I'm like, well, I'd be lonely. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Like I, I, and this is why I talk to random people all the time is because I, I love people. Like people bring me joy. And so, yeah, I, I would say set your, set your compass on something much further out. Yeah. And yeah. much higher than the temporary things that bring you happiness. Yeah. And I'm not saying the happiness is, is bad. Like it's it's good to have those moments of happiness. But what you do with this, like before we started the podcast, Tyson and I were talking about business and mm. Tyson was saying, you know, the, the money you make initially in your business, you invest it back into the business. Yeah. You don't take a paycheck. Yeah. You invest it back in the business. And for me, happiness is is the same. Like, those little things that bring you happiness, I would say take that and invest it into something that brings you joy over time, yeah. <laughs> right? And if it is a cabin in the woods, then save your money and buy yourself a cabin in the woods because that'll bring you lasting joy, Yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah. 
What about yeah. you, Tice? Yeah, that's really good. Uh, yeah, I think it's great. Super good. Yeah, man. Uh, the yeah, chasing the material things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's okay, but it's not the end goal, right? Like it can be like checkpoints and rewards. Yes. for you. Yes, for yeah. doing uh, the thing that truly brings you joy. But for someone who was asking, how do I find my true happiness and joy? Well, I would probably ask them, well, what makes you happy? What do you like doing? Sure. Right. And whatever that may be, what are you good at? What are you naturally good at? Mm-hmm. And things that you're naturally good at actually can develop over time. But, you know, s- kind of scan yourself, figure out what that is, and then start doing that thing with the end of serving people through that gift or that skill mm-hmm. in mind. Like, don't focus on the pay raise and that stuff that, you know, is checkpoints, but focus on serving people with your skills, with mm-hmm. your gifts, whatever you're good at. Serve people and those things will come naturally. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because if you're operating the way you're supposed to, the way you were built, you know, you're wired a specific way. Well, then you can do things better than other people in certain things. Mm-hmm. Right. We'll do that thing in service of others. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're going to worry find, so much about other yeah. people. Yeah. Don't yeah, worry about yeah. it. Just do what you're, what you're good at. Right. In service to others. And you're going to find that the money will come, yep. you know, and you'll, you'll be able to buy those things that you, right. that you want that make you happy. Right. And at the end of the day, that's going to be true happiness. Yeah. You're going to be fulfilled doing right. that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think both of your answers are great. Um, I don't know if I would add anything, but what I'll say is I think if someone was to ask me that, um, I think I would actually say both of what you said. Like, what's the end goal, right? Because mm-hmm. that's, that's always, you always have to think about that. And what are you investing to reach that end goal? Obviously, like we're kind of in these, this stage of our lives where all of us a little different, but uh, we're trying to figure out how do we invest long-term to where we have multiple streams of income and, you know, we have retirement and all these things. Uh, I think it's the same thing. Are you investing in yourself? Kind of like mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Are you dealing with your inner demons? Are you dealing with the issues that you have? Um, that's always been a big thing for me is uh, not playing the victim card with the journey that I've been through and figuring out what am I doing wrong? How can I improve? How can I get better? That brings me a lot of joy and happiness because then I have a, I tend to, not always, I'm still human, but I tend to have a less of a, a tainted lens on about what my reality really is, right? What What's empowering I, too. Yeah. Because it's mm-hmm. like, what did I mess up on? What could I do better? And sometimes it's a little depressing, right? Because you're like, well, I suck a lot. But even if you're in the cabin in the woods mm-hmm. by yourself, your demons are, you're still going, they're still going exactly. with you, right? Yeah. And if you don't deal with those things, if you don't attempt to walk through those things, uh, they're going to follow you. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed so many relationships destroyed because of pride, right? Right. Or whatever. So that'd be my one thing is like, figure out like what you were saying, what are you built for? What, what's the end goal? Mm-hmm. But then like, then figure out how to achieve that and put those place, put those things into your life. Because without a vision, we will perish. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Bible says this a lot. And I think that is all connected to your happiness, your fulfillment, your identity. Because um, I've noticed different times in my life when my my dreams and my vision have been destroyed from different mm-hmm. things. 
I was a lot more depressed. And I didn't chase anything. I didn't have any drive. Like that's one thing I've struggled a lot with my life is being complacent and lazy. And I think a lot of that is from not having vision. Because if you don't know where you're going, you just tend to hang out, right? And play video games or whatever you're doing. Right. Do party and do drugs. and um, But that's been a big thing for me, especially in the last couple of years. It's like, where am I going? What do I want? What am I built for? That's mm-hmm. been another big thing. What am I built for? Uh, you know, how can I serve people? That obviously brings a ton of joy yes, to does. you, whether yep. you realize it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously, how can I serve my wife? How can I be a better dad? All these things. But having a vision, having knowing where you're going, having a roadmap, I think really unlocks true fulfillment. Mm-hmm. For you personally, because like you said, it is still going to be tailored to you individually. But tying it to stuff like your identity is short-lived. For one, your identity changes. Who you are changes. You know, you may identify as whatever right now, but and then you realize it doesn't really matter. Because like, right. at that point, you're, you're seeking fulfillment and you're seeking uh, affirmation from other people, which will always leave you empty. I'm getting off on a whole other no, tangent. No, yeah. But that's a good summary. Yeah, that's what I would say. Um, Yeah. Any other thoughts before we land this puppy? No. Okay. All right, everybody. You know the deal. Go to social media. See you over there. (laughs) Go to social media, uh, iTunes, uh, Facebook, all the good places. Check us out. Hit us up on iTunes. Leave us a review. Come on, people. We need need thousands. We need thousands. Yeah. Uh, share the podcast with people you know. Uh, of course, you can check us on all major podcast platforms. Uh, but uh, I think we out. We out. Yeah, yeah. Peace.